Hey everybody, Flip here, co-founder, one of the co-founders I should say, of the Freedom Real Estate Group family of companies, uh, and uh, this is our podcast, and our podcast is Real Talk, for the, which is Real Talk for the Real uh, Estate Investor, uh, and today we've got a, a new guest with us. Uh, you might have seen him on our recent vlog, uh, but this is our Director of Operations of Acquisitions, Mr. Matthew Packer. Thank you. So thank you. Welcome. Welcome. Also goes by Pack, Packer. Packer. Pac-Man. Pac Packerama. Yeah. There you go. Pack it back. Um, but uh, uh, so anyway, so we're going to talk to you. The, the main thing about this uh, podcast is the running and leading an acquisitions company. Uh, and I actually wanted to uh, host this one because, well, the acquisitions company was me for three years sure. by myself. Uh, and so thankfully now we've expanded. We've brought you in. We brought in some other guys and, and uh, uh, other guys and girls, I should say. And, and uh, we, we now have an acquisitions department. Yes, we do. Uh, not a department of one, but like a department of many. Um, and so uh, so this podcast is going to be all about that. So, uh, so again, welcome. Thank you. Thank, well, you. Welcome Thank you for this team. opportunity. Oh, Absolutely. My, my pleasure. Our pleasure. Uh, so tell us about yourself and your background. Um, well, how far back do we want to go? I mean, it was... <laughs> as far as you're comfortable let's with. Let's see. <laughs> you know, it was a cold Friday, February 13th in Columbus, Ohio. Uh Oh, wait, that's probably a little too far, but uh, uh, but no, like I said, from Columbus, Ohio, born and raised, had a very entrepreneurial spirit, you know, from, from day one, I would say. Right. Um, you know, like I collected baseball cards for the, you know, potential future value of them. Right. You know, oh, so yeah, I did a whole trunk well. full of them. But yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, after high school, at the University of Cincinnati, you know, obtained a degree in operations management. Um after that, I was able to kind of venture into some entrepreneurial things and, you know, got into real estate uh, as well. So, That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, did you ever have a, a good baseball card, like one that was, like, worth something? Oh, absolutely. I got a bunch of those. Oh, do you really? Uh, awesome. You know, I, when I started collecting, it was right around King Griffey Jr. Okay. You know, Frank Thomas. That was my guys right there, but plenty of those rookie cards. But yeah, yeah, I started right around the Babe Ruth, Lou Gehrig area. There you go. So yeah, it was yeah, a couple yeah. days before me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, awesome. Um, so... What is appealing to you about running an acquisitions company? Because I'm sure this wasn't like, sure. you know, this is your dream gig, you know, yeah. but uh, it landed in your lap. And, and uh, so what's appealing to you yeah. about this? Uh, well, it's funny you say that because actually it is turning into, you know, a dream gig. I, you know, I love it here, number one. Right. But, um, as far as running an acquisition company, I think really running any type of company is really helping your people, helping your team grow, you know, and get better. And that's what's always appealing to me when, you know, obtaining a leadership role. How can I make them grow and how can I make them better? Um, you know, in this particular company, we're actually, I'm actually able to help them and help our customers as well. So that's appealing on both ends. You know, it it's is. very, very gratifying. So That's awesome. Mm -hmm. And, and you know, when I said about the dream gig, you know, it's like, uh, I just want to run an acquisitions company. You know, you don't <laughs> yeah, hear too many yeah, people yeah. saying that. You know, I was, I was eight when I first thought about it. Okay. So. But, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so what about managing the acquisitions company aligns with your background and makes you successful? Um, I, I think just my... What makes me successful, I think my management style and my leadership style, um, like I'm not a, I'm not a micromanager, mm -hmm. right. you know, um, I like to let my, my team do what they need to do to, to get the job done. Right. You know, make sure they understand the goal, you know, make sure they understand where we're going, give them the tools to get the job done. Um, 
and, and then kind of let them be the CEO of their own business, if you mm-hmm. will. You right. Know? So I think that's what helps me be successful is really letting my people do what they need to do. Of course, right. I'll be here as a resource, you know, when they need help. Obviously, I'm there, give them guidance. But um, I think, you know, letting them do what they need to do on their own. Right. We got a great, a great team right yes. now. So yes. that's, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, so. I know this is going to be a silly question, okay. but what does an acquisition company do? And don't just say we acquiesce or <laughs> we get acquisitions. <laughs> we, 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 we get we get properties, right? Um, so it's kind of um, uh, well in this, I guess, mindset. If you will, it's a twofold kind of question. Mm-hmm. Um, within the frameworks of Freedom Real Estate Group, I mean, as you know, well, as you know, but right. of course, folks out there, uh, Freedom Real Estate Group, we you know, maintain and I don't want to put this. We create turnkey properties for our investors. Mm-hmm. We yep. handle every aspect of that. Yep. So that comes from the acquisitions. You know, we'll rehab a property, put a tenant in them, uh, and you know, then we'll turn around and give that to our investors. Mm-hmm. The acquisitions piece, of course. We go out, we find those properties. Mm-hmm. You know, we we call those folks. We try to help people out. Um, so. Here, that's what we do as far as the freedom real estate part. Now, on the flip side, you know, we're able to help people as well mm-hmm. out of the acquisition side. You know, I would say 90 to 95% of the, you know, properties that we require, we're helping people out of yep. situations. Yeah, exactly. You know, dire situations most of the time, mm-hmm. you know, whether it be, you know, foreclosures, you know, Back taxes due, divorce, whatever the case may be. Inherited properties. Inherited yeah. properties. You know, I got this property. Of, I don't yeah, even want it. I don't even want it. Yeah. You know, a good problem to have. Yeah, but, exactly. <laughs> uh, but it's a burden to them. Mm-hmm. So as part of the acquisitions company, we we help, you know, help people alleviate those burdens. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's. Yeah, I always used to tell people, like, they're always asking me, you know, what do you do? And I said, well, our company has this vehicle. Mm-hmm. And the acquisitions is the gas. Is the gas, right? And it, the that's fuel what for that fuels, fuels mm-hmm. that that vehicle throughout the process. Absolutely. So, um, so um, how does an acquisitions company serve our family of companies? And on the other side of the coin, how does it serve the community and other local investors? To sort of just answer yeah, that question. Yeah, just kind of going back to that. Um, you know, helping people out of those situations. That's how we're able to help the communities. You know, if these properties are run down, you know, kind of, um, you know, a blight. On that area, if you will, mm-hmm. you know, we'll take that over, get that under control. Um, and then, of course, helping out local investors. Mm-hmm. We are, you know, making it easy for them to get into the real estate field, real estate game. Mm-hmm. You know, we will give them a property that's already, you know, you know, cash flowing, make it real easy for them and hopefully, you know, obtain financial freedom through that way. Mm-hmm. So, Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, another one uh, that I just thought of, too, was... Uh, Getting calls from other investors. Absolutely. Hey, I bought this house six months ago, and I was going to flip it because I watched that show on TV. <laughs> you know, and, and I can't do it. <laughs> it's taking me more than thirty minutes to get done. So yep, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so, how many team members are in Cash for Ohio Houses uh, that you manage, and describe their roles? Sure. Um, so, well, being ahead of the whole division, I mean, effectively almost fifteen people. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, most of them are autopilot, though. You know. My marketing people, you know, my uh, HR, my financial people, uh, my transaction coordinator. Um, but for the most part, my day to day, about six of them that I really mm-hmm. have to, you know, 
guide, if you will, on a daily basis. Um, those start at with our lead intake folks and our scheduling coordinators. You know, they're, they make those first initial contacts with those potential customers. Mm -hmm. And they're not um, local, where are they? They they are actually our VAs. They're over in the Philippines, um, and they're amazing at what they do. Yeah, they're the best guys. They ever. are. Like, they are. Um, so, you know, so it, it doesn't flow without them, really. But, um, but yeah, they make that initial contact. They make sure that we're going to be a good fit. You know, we're going to be able to help them out. Um, then they pass them on to our acquisitions uh, uh, team. Um, and they really dive in deeper. You know, with the customer, like I said, make sure we are going to be a good fit for them. Make sure we are going to be able to help them out. Um, you know, and they effectively work through that process. We make them an offer. They accept it. Uh, we, of course, answer any questions they may have and walk them through that process. And, um, uh, you know, and that's what they basically do on a daily basis. That's awesome. And they're local. And they're local. They're right here. They're right around the corner. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so um, what are the different ways you find deals? Um, well, uh, initially, one of the best ways or biggest ways that we do are from the different uh, uh, lists that are out there, all public service lists. You know, you have your, you know, your tax list, your foreclosure list, your sheriff sales. You know, those are what our lead intake guys really go through, you know, every day. Uh, but then, of course, the ones that I love, you know, the ones that where we have kind of molded relationships. Um, and that's what I like. I like to network. I like to talk mm -hmm. with people. So uh, another big way, though, of course, wholesalers. Mm -hmm. I love wholesalers. I love our wholesalers. I love developing those relationships with those wholesalers. You know, I want us to be their first stop, you know, when they get something, you know, their contract and. Say we're going to go to Castro Outhouses. We're going to go to Packer in particular, or you know his team, because they know what they're doing. They're efficient. They're effective, and you know, we get the deals done. Uh, but that's another big way that we do it. Mm -hmm. um, and of course, there's a couple of ways where we help people earn money. Mm -hmm. You know, um, another way, another effective way that we get leads uh, is for our bird dog referrals or driving for dollars. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a way for you folks to make some money out there. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, we're going to get into that here in a little bit. Yeah. So <laughs> it's uh, those are a few ways that we, we go about getting deals there. Well, that's awesome. Yeah, I've always told the story um, that when uh, when Danny and I lived in uh, Phoenix, I would drive every day for about four or five hours, yeah. and I'd pick up you know doing driving for dollars, and, and I'd pick up all the properties, and and then uh, and then we'd call them and we'd get them under contract, and then when I'd get them under contract, after about four or five months of living in Phoenix, we knew the three big buyers. Mm -hmm. So when I got them under contract on my drive home, because everything took a half an hour to drive, yeah. um, on my way home I'd call one guy. If he didn't buy, I'd call the next guy. If he didn't buy, I'd call the next. Guy. Sure. I'd have it sold before I got home. So I and so one of the things when we got here to Ohio is is uh, establishing ourselves as one of the big buyers so that people understand. Hey, when I get a deal, let's call you know Cash for Hot Houses. Absolutely. They're, they're going to buy it. Um, and so it's it's uh, in the the driving for dollars. I tell you, it's it's uh, yeah. it's a great way to do it. it it's a lot of fun. Uh, I mean, I would just put on music and just drive around. Um, but uh, and we'll get into that here in a second. Um, so, uh, what are some? Uh, how about a good story uh, or case study about some deals that have come through the pipeline? Maybe a good, bad, and an ugly. Sure, sure. Um, well, nothing particular as far as the good and the bad, but it is it's kind of one of the same. You know, the good ones are always the ones where you're helping people out in those situations mm -hmm. that it's a burden to them. 
you know, they tell you their story, you listen to them, empathize with them, uh, you make them an offer, and it's you can just hear the the joy, you know, through the call. Mm-hmm. You know, you can see their face lighting up like, oh, oh you know, thank, thank you. Thank you know, they're yeah, thanking yeah. you, yep. you know, for, for helping them out. Um, and, of course, the bad is when you can't. Yeah. You know, um, when it's too much of a bird, just makes it impossible, you know, liens, whatever the case may be, mm-hmm. title issues. Yeah. Um, as far as an ugly, uh, actually very recently, we <laughs> we had, uh, I guess you could say we got scammed. Yeah. Out, out, out of a, and, and not and only to, us, but yeah, the title. The title, everybody, everybody the gets, whole yeah. game and everybody got scammed. So it was, apparently he was an, an avid scammer. He's done this before. Um, he effectively got a property deeded in his name and sold us the property. Yeah. Um, the issue was the person that signed it over to him died three years prior to him getting it. How did he sign that? That's pretty yeah, no, impressive. So, um, but that's kind of the ugly, you know, so lesson learned one for the record books, uh, you know, something all you new investors and you know uh people should know always get title insurance mm-hmm. yes that's very important because this oh, one could have been uglier than could have been ugly luckily yep. we didn't start any work on it but yep. yep yeah and everything is all resolved i think we only lost a little bit but yeah. not not much at not all Not much at all um yeah i could tell you what's funny is uh, the good the bad and, and i mean i'm just thinking through the rolodex you know yeah. hundreds of properties i'm going oh i can think of a, a bunch of good and bad but the unfortunate part is the good ones yeah. never last long Right, they're the ones that are. We get it under contract when we close in seven to ten days or whatever, and it's go, it's gone. It's, you don't even see it again. Exactly. The bad ones are the ones that drag on, and I, I think of one uh, that we actually did a case study a couple of years ago on, it, and we got it under contract in January. We didn't close on it until August. Oh wow! And it was yeah. oh one thing after another, and and yeah. So, yeah, and then the the ugly too the the not being able to help people. Uh, yeah, uh, a woman wanted to sell her house, and we got all the way contract and got all the way title, and and they said, okay, well, where's her husband? Mm. And she's like, oh, I don't know, he's in Chicago somewhere. I haven't talked to him in two decades. Wow. And she couldn't sell it because wow. in Ohio you have to have both signed because right. they're, they're still legally married. So that's an ugly one because fe- we felt horrible. There was nothing we could, we do. could do. Right. Yeah. So, yep. um, so if people are interested, we touched on this a little earlier. Yes, we did. If people are interested in getting paid to help us find properties, or they are an investor who wants to uh, buy some of the properties we find, how do they get in touch with the right people on your team? Absolutely. Well, if you want to make some money, uh, like I said, bird dog driving for dollars, makemoneyfindingproperties.com. Real simple there. It's right uh, here along the bottom of the right screen, here. I'm sure. <laughs> right here. Yeah. Uh, potential investors, you want to uh, learn about the turnkey process or want to get into real estate, cashforohiohouses.com. Best way to get a hold of us. Uh, uh, we have a, a 24-hour turnaround policy, so you get in touch with us, you'll hear from us, if not that day, the next day for sure. So. Yep, and if you're just an investor that wants to, because if occasionally we wholesale properties that we, that we don't buy, Absolutely. they might buy something like that, or if they want to send us properties, just send them on over. Please do. Um, so, is there anything else you wanted to add? Uh, like I said, once again, thanks for this opportunity. Reach out, Cash for Ohio Houses, Flip, Danny, gotta love these guys, and uh, uh, hey, invest smart, live happy. There you go. <laughs> See, that's how we end it. See you guys. Have a good one. 
Nothing on this show should be considered specific personal or professional advice. Please consult an appropriate tax, legal, real estate, financial, or business professional for individualized advice. Opinions and information on this show are not guaranteed. All investment strategies have the potential for profit or loss.